0: You're listening to Lego Masters Deconstructed. Welcome back to Lego Masters Deconstructed, Australia's only Lego Masters podcast. This is very exciting. We are up to our Avengers episode of Lego Masters Season (laughs) 3. Zoe, I know you've been looking forward to this episode. Did you love it?
1: I have been looking forward to this episode. This was like last season, you had Star Wars and that was your baby and you were so happy for it. I couldn't relate because I have seen basically no Star Wars, but I've seen, I think, like 20 of the Avengers movies, so ma- the vast majority of them. So I was very excited.
0: What's your favourite Avengers movie?
1: Oh. oh, wait, 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 sorry. What's your favourite
0: Marvel Cinematic Universe
1: movie? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All the Thors are very funny, which make them stand out to me. And I do love a bit of early Captain America as well.
0: Okay, good, cool. Yeah, I'd say Thor 3 is, I don't know if it's my favourite, but it's a strong contender for sure.
1: But, but also Black Panther. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, like up there. This episode was an immunity build. So the winner of this goes straight through to finals week, which is super exciting in itself. Is
0: finals week a term that they've used in the show before? It's a little bit vague. I I think what they're saying is we'll have like a Sunday elimination and then a Monday top three finale. But I feel like they're saying like, yeah, finals week, as if we're like, oh, yes, the world famous Lego Masters final week that we've had every season. I don't know, maybe we did have it last season. I just don't remember.
1: Uh, I don't really remember it either. I think it's a term that they've taken from some other reality shows. (laughs) So the whole point of this build was to create an action scene from the marvel cinematic universe we're not going to say that every time because we're under no contractual <laughs> obligations so we're just going to say marvel <laughs> <laughs> yeah hamish made
0: a joke at the beginning about having to say marvel cinematic universe every time and i was like yeah oh, that is funny But it wasn't a joke. They every single time said Marvel Cinematic Universe or MCU. Yeah. (laughs) And I wonder if that was just to distinguish from the greater Marvel so that people couldn't be like, well, in Doctor Strange issue 54, the window looks different or whatever.
1: Yeah, possibly. Or
0: if it was just like a specific legal thing. Who knows?
1: I thought that the uh, point of this build being an action scene was actually really interesting because like they're all action movies. So there's a lot of action scenes already in them. So I thought it was like, Interesting watching the teams kind of make up these new action scenes.
0: I don't think any of them recreated something mm. directly from the movies. There were a lot that were very clearly inspired by a literal scene from the movies, which is <laughs> one character changed. I'm looking at you, Asgard. <laughs> but yeah, that's a good point. They kind of had to make up something that fit a movie, but wasn't literally from a movie.
1: The other thing was that Brickman really wanted to see motion in this, so they took out all the motors and technical components from the Brick Pit. And I actually really liked that they did this for a couple of reasons. I think that there are some teams that are clearly better at the mechanic side of things than others. And they obviously and fairly use that to their advantage, but it definitely elevates their builds so much more than the others who don't. And I think it, actually makes it harder for Brickman to judge them. Like the second it's got a mechanic in it that works well, it's like a 20 times better build. And so I liked that we sort of took a bit of a break. I feel like we've been using mechanics a lot. Mechanics have become a bit trendy this year. so (laughs) I I thought it was nice to have a build without them.
0: It's interesting because we had a conversation about this exact thing a few episodes ago Mm. saying basically that. And so... It must have been something they'd noticed. I wonder if this was a decision they'd made before the season started or if halfway through they kind Mm. of noticed this trend and said, hmm, let's find a build that we can make engineless."
1: Yeah, that's a great point. Teams had 10 hours to build and maybe it was just me, but they didn't seem to build as much within that 10 hours as they have previously with a similar time limit. I imagine that's because you have to make things look a very specific way because they're from a universe. It's not just something you can make up in your brain. But I just thought the builds were a lot smaller than what we usually see.
0: I wonder if they were secretly allowed to Google images for reference.
1: I wrote down the same thing. <laughs> I said, can they Google? Because like, I've seen all the movies and I'm a fan, but I would definitely have to Google what a very specific building or whatever looks like, but they seem to really have it to a T.
0: I would assume that maybe they were given some pictures or they're allowed to Google a little bit Mm. and just had to make sure that you couldn't tell on the episode so it looked like they were all such massive fans of the MCU no matter what, which is fair enough. Like, I get that. But the entire time I was thinking, like, geez, they must have some good memories.
1: Yeah. Let's start with Gabby and Ryan who had Asgard and their minifig was Thor And they had uh, like an ice demon coming out of the water and Thor attacking it from above in a very classic style.
0: I thought this build was interesting in that it felt like it was the most directly inspired by a Marvel film. Mm -hmm. So it was basically the third act of Thor Ragnarok where Thor's fighting the big demon dude called Ragnarok, except in this case it was an ice demon, but it happens in pretty much the same place. Not good or bad, just unique <laughs> amongst the builds <laughs> it was also one of the builds that definitely took place in like an earlier timeline of the mcu because Asgard is super destroyed now so that was something that they had to deal with that other teams didn't necessarily because wakanda still exists for example
1: yeah that's a great point and you're right their character did kind of mimic that of the demon in the movie it had like kind of similar horns and <laughs> yeah, yeah. and i think i think they pulled from that which which is great like they should definitely use that to their advantage I liked that they tried Force Perspective and and they pulled it off. I thought it looked really good. I actually just think they did a really great job on this. The chat about Force
0: Perspective this season is interesting in that I didn't feel like it was a new thing Mm. and yet when it first came up a few episodes back they made such a big deal out of it. They spent like 20 minutes talking about Force Perspective (laughs) and even this episode they were like, oh the Force Perspective's coming back so maybe it's more of a thing than we realised. I just hadn't remembered it being such a big deal in the past.
1: Yeah, I don't know if we've really seen it that much in Lego Masters. So maybe that's why they're kind of banging on about it a little bit.
0: Maybe I'm just making it up. I thought we had, but I can't think of any specific examples. So it could just be in my head.
1: Let's jump to Sarah and Fleur who had the Avengers Tower. Very classic building. Um, So they were building the tower in front of like a New York streetscape with the fight scene happening on the roof while the building's blowing up. I thought that the moment of impact that they chose was really smart. Like having the building burning and the helicopter on the roof with the Hulk, I thought would, like was a smart decision. But I think that they kind of made it harder for themselves by building that kind of streetscape in physical walls, like almost like an actual diorama. I think they maybe made it harder on themselves than they had to. Yeah, I was really
0: surprised when I saw that. And when we first saw the walls going up, I was like, oh, I wonder what these will turn into. No, nothing. They were just walls. Um, so I wonder if there was a design choice initially they had made that then got changed. And so by the end, the walls didn't function the way they originally meant because it seems like just having the top of a tower sticking out of your of your Lego board would be kind of a cool 360 build.
1: Mm. I think maybe because Fleur wasn't very familiar with Marvel and maybe wasn't as confident with this build, they felt like they maybe had to build a little bit more of like a a landscape and a scene around it instead of just the moment of impact.
0: Poor Fleur, just for reference. Yeah. She seemed to be the only person in the entire episode that had no idea what was going on with Marvel. And that's definitely such a disadvantage. So glad it wasn't an elimination build.
1: Yeah. But
0: what would have happened if neither of them, like Sarah seemed to be into it, but what would have happened if neither of them had seen the Avengers movies? Maybe they just would have gone, all right, pause. We're going home early today. Here's a Blu-ray. Here's a Disney Plus subscription. <laughs> will see you tomorrow. Just watch like four of them.
1: Maybe they subtly like <laughs> put it on everyone's TVs the night before. Yeah. Like, just had all of the Marvel films rolling. Let's go to David and Gus, who had their helicarrier from Captain America. And something that I thought was interesting that they said at the start was that they actually wanted to make it playable. I don't think they really got there in the end, but I liked that they were considering that from the get-go.
0: It seems like the jet that I'm forgetting the name of was swooshable, if mm-hmm. we remember that term from last season. Classic. Uh, but it ended up having to be locked down because of the, the diorama nature of the thing. I thought maybe they would have like a lever or something where you could sort of turn one of the characters or something along those lines, but we didn't see that in the final product. Mm. I've been such a big fan of Gus and David all season, and I'm pretty sure every build I've said they're one of my favourites. Mm-hmm. This might be the first time they were my third favourite, not in my top two. Ooh, Definitely okay. a close call, but I feel like by focusing on the scale of the helicarrier they ended up with this diorama that was very gray within like these splashes of color Mm. which is something that i have been a fan of in the past if you listen back to some earlier episodes from this season (laughs) but in this case i don't think it quite worked as well as some of the other builds
1: yeah i think that they were kind of left well from the perspective on tv anyway they were left with quite a lot of blank space like they sort of had quite a lot happening up the front quite a bit happening at the back and then there was like a big strip in the middle where there didn't seem to be that much happening so i think it might have been one of those builds where you sort of need to see it up close in person to really appreciate it
0: it definitely felt like the build with the most scale from what we could see on tv or at least up there Mm -hmm. and so that might be a part of it as well where it looked a little emptier because it was so much bigger than the rest of them
1: yeah definitely go to harrison and michael who had wakanda and black panther obviously this Absolutely would have been what I wanted to get. So I matched their excitement when they pulled it out.
0: God, you love them so much.
1: I don't want to say I have favorites, but like, have you listened to any episodes of this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like they're really good. Well, honestly,
0: I thought this build was fantastic. It was absolutely one of my top two. I really love this build.
1: I just thought it was a really creative way to show that motion, which is what Brickman was judging on mostly, to have like the trees bent and have like the crater in the ground to kind of show that shockwave going. I just thought it was like a really creative way of executing that.
0: We didn't talk about with Gus and David how they had the helicarrier on fire and parts of it disintegrating, which worked really well. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, yeah, this Wakanda build was that times 10 with like this, the shockwave looked so good in the way it affected the terrain and the trees.
1: Yeah, I'm glad that they added the kind of temple thing at the back of it though, because I think it was looking a little bit, lost and empty before that like it looked amazing but it sort of could have been anywhere and I think by adding that template really placed them in Wakanda lastly we had Scott and Owen who won with the (laughs) I'm gonna do a Scott (laughs) (laughs) I can't get it Sanctum Sanctorum uh from Dr. Strange (laughs) and um I thought that this looked really good and they were pretty clear winners for me. I thought they were very deserving. I thought it was good advice from Brickman when he sort of shifted their initial idea from having one side being the iconic building as it stands and then the other side being Doctor Strange fighting the squid. I liked where they were coming from with that, but I think I agree with Brickman that it it would have been a bit hard to see and like the whole point was seeing the fight and that would have been at the back. So I'm glad that they did it the way they did it in the end.
0: I do think Brickman was right, and that's one of those things where obviously a piece of criteria that he has in his mind is that it's going to be viewable from one specific perspective. Yeah. I would have loved to see what it looked like, though, with sort of both sides being a full 360 diorama, but I guess it let them focus more on the details of the one side. Like, it probably wouldn't have looked quite as impressive as if they had done the full thing. So Brickman was right as per usual, (laughs) but you're totally correct. This was such a cool build.
1: I really loved it the way they made him levitate and how Owen was really big on not wanting to use those clear bricks to have him in the air, which I completely agree with. And that's something that David and Gus did with Captain America. And I, once Owen had pointed it out, I was like, yep, it actually really does take away from the magic when you see them on the clear block so the way they did it was really smart
0: definitely well deserved by them and it's the like second out of three times in a row that they're skipping out on mm. a build actually no, i think it's out of four builds they're going to miss three of them because they missed two in a row last week so coming into the finale they're going to be the least <laughs> experienced out of all the teams because they've skipped so many builds but
1: their hands are probably like the most rested <laughs> Like they're ready to go.
0: Maybe they don't have the calluses they need to withstand the twenty hour (laughs) finale build.
1: That's true. One last thing I thought from them was that the portal was really good. They didn't actually show that much how they had kind of on the outside wall all the characters running in. Groot looked sick, if anyone saw that close up. Looked so good. I just I loved this from them.
0: Yeah, I love the depth of the portal if, Mm. if that makes sense. I thought that was really cool.
1: So next episode looks like it's the kind of grayscale into color challenge. It also looks like it's like based in the 50s. I'm a bit confused about what the actual challenge is. It seems to be they have something black and white and they have to make it colorful or they have to build half black and white, half color, something along those lines.
0: A little vague as to what exactly they'll be doing, but it's a kind of interesting idea. I also feel like I kind of predicted something with a black and Mm -hmm. white challenge that rings bells. I feel like I said that at some point. I feel like this is a challenge that sarah and fleur will be really well suited to so this could see them straight into finals week potentially
1: yes so it is an elimination challenge and it's the last build before finals week so it's probably the most important one well besides the finale
0: (laughs) and then i feel like after that we have two more builds the finale and then one before that to get us down to three so just judging by what we have not haven't seen it from the trailer, we haven't seen the big tree. And in the in the trailer, when we did our trailer breakdown, our guess is that every team would have a different branch of the tree. Mm-hmm. So that would make sense for them the second last build. And then we there's a big tiger that's in the trailer and like a deer in the forest that we also haven't seen. So maybe one or both of those is the finale week build. Mm-hmm. One of them could be a Brickman build, though, for the tree episode, if that makes sense. So hard to know. But I think those are kind of the only things that we haven't yet seen from the trailer in the series.
1: You'd have to assume that one, if not all, of those creatures are David and Gus's builds.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they're definitely doing creatures. I did think it was funny in this episode when they were building the Red Skull machine and they were like, we have Mm -hmm. to make sure it doesn't look too much like a creature.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Lego Masters Deconstructed, Australia's only Lego Masters podcast. We're also the sixth most popular film and TV podcast in Hong Kong for one random day last week. We're never on that chart, but for one day, apparently everyone was loving the podcast in Hong Kong, so that's great. If you're from Hong Kong, shoot us a DM, let us know what's up and yeah, with the podcast.
1: Make sure you're following us on Instagram at legomasters underscore deconstructed and on Twitter at LMDThePod as always get in touch with us there shoot us any thoughts or feels or questions especially if you have any questions for contestants that we may have interviews coming up for
0: thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time bye that was a
1: good one